Hey there, are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Join Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag Healthy You, Wealthy You. Good morning to everybody out there and welcome to a new episode of Healthy You, Wealthy You show. Uh, I'm very excited to be back in the seat with my co-host Faggy. Good morning, Faggy. Good morning, Adol. Sitting nice and warm inside this time. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I actually said to Faggy, if anybody like knows us, Faggy always has a roving office in her car somewhere down some, some street, but today she's actually upgraded and given herself a penthouse suite so <laughs> in a real room with a real heater. Yes, the, the, the cold weather has really, uh, Started and I hope everybody is staying warm. Today we have a very exciting show for you. We're taking a little bit of a tangent. We've been focusing a lot on what we've, uh, what we're ingesting and all sorts of medi- of medications that assist us in living healthier lives. For the next couple of weeks, we are going to be discussing uh, certain modalities of healing that run adjunct to living a healthy lifestyle. And today we are going to talk about the world of chiropractics. I actually have a personal story which I'll share very quickly. It probably happened about 15, 20 years ago. I was really, really scared of um, this type of stuff then. And uh, I, I, I developed... I remember it was in a January, I developed some type of back pain to the left of my back behind. It felt like it was in my kidney. I had traveled overseas and the entire time to, uh, through travel, I was taking anti-inflammatories because this pain was, was awful. And when I came back to the doctor, he examined me. He said, he doesn't know what's wrong with me. He put me on other stuff. It didn't go away after six weeks. And eventually I said to him, listen, I'm walking around with this pain all the time. Um, we need to do something about it. So he said, well, he can't see anything. So best I fast and get myself to the x-ray department and they'll do a colonoscopy and an, uh, this and that. And uh, he set me up all to it. And honestly, I was desperate. The day before I was supposed to go to uh, have all these tests done, I visited my homeopath. And through reflexology, he said to me, listen, man, there's nothing wrong with your kidney, your intestine or anything around in that or your spleen or anything in the area. He says, you just need to go see a chiropractor. And I said, no, I'm really scared. These guys are dangerous. He said, just go. And he picked up a phone and um, he, he, he got me an appointment directly straight from him to the, uh, a chiropractor. And I, I, I must be honest, I walked in with trepidation. Um, and within like five minutes of a crack and a popple and a butt, I actually thought the guy had broken my back as opposed to uh, fixing it up. But I stood up and I was right as rain. And after that, I was sold. I was sold. And today, uh, going to a chiropractor is part of my regime of remaining healthier, much easier to go and have a, a manip um, and, and, and get st- put straight um, rather than swallow anti-inflammatory. So we want you all to hang on in there. And after the break, we are going to be interviewing a very special person. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosulski and Fagy Stern. So welcome back, everybody. And um, it gives me much pleasure to introduce to you Dr. Wayne Borowski, who is a chiropractic practitioner, 
Um, he ha- he is a very very passionate man. When I look at his CV, uh, he qualified in 2001, and initially because he did his partial thesis on Achilles tendonitis, um, he landed up working in the field of sports, endurance, and um, industry. Uh, I mean, and injuries as well as the fact that he actually worked very, very closely in Nevada, USA, with dance companies, um, helping them, obviously, the dancers, while they were practicing their very, very difficult uh, regimes. He's now part of a group of, of practitioners called Synergistic Holistic, and they are there to help people heal in in, in more natural ways. So he very much... Um, has an excellent and close association with biokineticists, deep tissue therapists, physios, homeopaths, yoga teachers, reflexologists, NLP thera- therapists, etc., etc. And uh, yes, as I said before um, in the introduction, the world of chiropractics was 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 really like a looming um, monster many, many years ago, and I, I, I think today it's been ex- accepted much more. So welcome to the show, Wayne. It's a privilege to good have morning, you on. Good morning, Good morning, good so morning, much, Wayne. Uh, Honoured to be here. Thank you. Let's, let's kick off. So let's dispel this monster in the room. If anybody still thinks that you, you, you chiropractic guys are monsters, what is chiropractics and what can you do for a person in, in their path to healing? Okay, so um, firstly, um, chiropractic has been around for a long, long time. Um, in fact, in the industry, the father is a guy by the name of B.J. Palmer. And uh, the Latin derivative of it means hands, hands-on. So if one had to postulate or think long time ago, perhaps uh, when they were building the pyramids, perhaps they were clicking bats, you know, um, many, many centuries ago where guys have actually been doing a form of a manipulation that we can cover later. Um, in South Africa, chiropractics, uh, the guys originally had to qualify in America. It wasn't really here the course, but the course started at Durban Tech and Bitfartisram Tech in those days. Um, I was in the third group that qualified. And basically the course is a five-year course now currently, and then you do a partial dissertation. And then you have to do your internship and your thesis, partial thesis. And then uh, you qualify with a doctor, uh, doctor of chiropractor, which is a, an M-Tech degree. Um, and chiropractors cover musculoskeletal, um, where the muscles and the ligaments and the joints. We work in tandem with physios. We work in tandem with biokineticists. But there's different facets of it as well. You get chiropractors that will subspecialize. They'll look at pediatrics with babies. They'll look at geriatrics. They'll look at sports injuries, workers' comp injuries. Um, it's not just about the adage that it's just about let's click a neck or click a back. Um, we do a lot of work with neurological injuries um, and also types of inflammation. So some guys will delve into different facets of where they want to work with chiropractics. But that whole theory, I mean, I personally grew up in a very um, medical family. My uncle was an orthopedic surgeon. My dad was a dentist. My late grandfather uh, was a pharmacist. And you dare not go to chiropractic in those days. I mean, even when I was growing up with my sports injuries, um, so it's amazing how things have shifted now, and uh, the profession has done a lot of work. And even I personally, I work a lot with the GPs and the specialists, and there's a fantastic synergy, a fantastic interconnection, intercollaboration, where we can treat the injuries and help guys uh, where they are needed. Excellent. Excellent. And I, 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 I for sure, uh, um, definitely see the, the advantages and the importance yeah. of, of actually, uh, you know, 
being being straight and right, etc. In fact, yesterday, I don't know what I did. I think I leaned over the the uh, dishwasher, which I actually shouldn't have done. I mean, why should I pack a dishwasher? Got up, cracked myself. I actually couldn't stand straight, and I did. You can be my <laughs> I went to the chiropractor and seriously within 10 minutes I had I had relief and I I could feel that I had cranked myself out and I I think that no amount of massage or taking you know an anti-inflammatory yes it did it would have relieved it a bit but yeah. um you know the the easier way to go through is 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 to have such thing done let's talk about inflammation because this is something that uh, you know Fagi and I have covered uh, for the last two weeks with a nutritionist that, you know, we are inflammaging all the time. We are eating the wrong foods and we are doing the wrong things. And maybe um, specifically going into the idea of, of when we're exercising and, you know, how we can mess ourselves up and how you can help us. Okay, so what's actually interesting and funny enough with your one advert about bears, which we can cover later, and also your initial, when you're talking about the cold, I mean, those are two mm-hmm. facets that we look at with uh, musculoskeletal back injuries in this particular case. And what we're seeing now, especially with the lockdown, is we designed for movements, you know, and uh, during the lockdown, especially the first three weeks when everyone was in level five, humans aren't designed to stay locked up. So you'd get the guys that are doing more Zoom chats at home, more meetings at home, watching Netflix trying to run the athlete that's trying to do a quick hour of training in the garden, the bodies went into shock. So that is a, certainly an element that we look at that we're causing a lot of problems with necks and backs. And we can also, I can have a nice uh, element with you about the masks, how we are seeing changes with that that's going to affect that or cell phones. But in terms of inflammation, um, when, when you look at the, the element of injury, you get two types. You get sports injuries or direct trauma. So if you guys walking or they, you, you shopping and you trip, on your cart or your or, uh, or your trolley, and then you bash your knee. That's a form of inflammation that comes from direct trauma. Um, then you can get an injury there. The other types of injuries are internal or systemic injury, which is linked to, as you said, there's, if there's elements in the system, in the endocrine system, or if you've got like a rheumatic or autoimmune injury where you can get an internal form of inflammation. So it's very important to disparage the types of inflammation. So for example, when you say you were in the kitchen and you were washing dishes and then you bent down and you put your back out, it's probably what we call a facet joint, which is a form of the facet of the vertebrae to be simplistic about it. And then when that gets caught, you get a form of an inflammation. So you can see quite clearly the type of inflammation that comes from trauma or the inflammation that comes from internal. And then, as you say, some people just take a cataflam or anti-inflammatory and they feel amazing. Some guys go to their GP and they'll get a cortisone or epidural or they'll get a musculoskeletal injury uh, injection and they feel better. And then sometimes it is just about seeing your physio for some ultrasound or massage or dry needling. And I love how you guys are, as you say, connecting everything because in the holistic pie, there is a place for everybody. Absolutely. And um, it's nice to look at that where you get guys, yes, a lot of people say there's a lot of apathy out there, but I know with a lot of my colleagues in that, you know, I, I personally have a great relationship with the physios and the chiros. And the guys, and that's what's important, and it's got to work for you. You know, some people must connect with their, their doctor or their therapist or their healer, and you must get the results that are required. And at the end of the day, the patient comes first. Absolutely. If anybody would like to ask a question to Wayne, you're most welcome to SMS us on 34519. If you'd like to join the WhatsApp group that Fagi and I run where we drop a little good thought every single day about something healthy you can email info at chaifm.com with your name and of course your cell number and we'll gladly join you on This is the Healthy You Wealthy You show with Adol Kosulski and Fagi Stern
Welcome back, and we're um, speaking to Dr. Wayne Borowski, and we're talking chiropractics. Uh, one of the things that I follow, Wayne, um, is a holistic teacher, uh, in a holistic doctor, in uh, in America, and his his fundamental is chiropractics as well. And many many times, though he treats people holistically, one of the things that he does is he actually takes extra X-rays of people, and he goes and sees that they that they're actually in in alignment. Because he says that yeah. many times he cannot help people, you know, if they've got a liver problem or a kidney problem or a heart problem or whatever have you, if say their neck has been thrown forward or, or you know, it, yeah. What's the philosophy behind all of that? So when you talk about alignment, I mean, obviously there's different ways to look at it. You know, if you look at a simplistic version of a car being aligned, you know, one thing's inherently the tires, you know, your wheel balance and that. And it's similar to the body. You have a very intimate affiliation between muscles, joints, ligaments. So like we're saying, you know, your daily journey in life, you get in the car, you get up from bed, you have a shower, you have a bath, you drop the kids at school, you're bending down to pick up the bag. I don't think anyone personally can be perfectly aligned every second of the day. Um, and also we're seeing changes that now with putting on masks or cell phones or technology where the body is invariably going out of alignment. So when they talk about alignment, I mean, I'll give you a nice example is the leg length. We talk about this leg-leg discrepancy, which is your pelvis and your lower back into your legs. If you lie down on a table and a physio, a chiro, a podiatrist can see if you're aligned. We get two types. We get functional alignment or we get structural. Structural is if you're born with it or if you have a hip problem or there's a, a fracture from an accident, then uh, that's a form of a structure. Or functional is when the alignment is out because the muscles are pulling the system out of alignment or the hip or the car or the, the chair or your bed, like you guys mentioned earlier with the mattress. All of those things can be uh, uh, linked to it. In terms of doing x-rays, there's a lot of different views about that, obviously in South Africa. First, it's very costly. Um, secondly, I'm not sure the Medicaid would be so happy if every second person is being sent for x-rays. And then you've got the danger of radiation as well. So we've got to be very, very careful. When does one send for x-rays? When is it needed? When is it prudent? When do we not need to do x-rays? So it's a great philosophy of that. And also, mm. you know, in terms of that, also remember sometimes soft tissue, only certain things can be seen on x-ray. Sometimes you've got to do an ultrasound or MRI scan. But what he's inferring, what he's actually linking to is um, what we call innate intelligence. So if the spine is perfectly aligned, everything flows from that through the spinal cord. You know, if you think about it, all your organs, your liver, your pancreas, everything is connected through the spine. So there's a lot of tests in that that say, right, if someone possibly is diabetic and you can do levels of adjustments that, that innovate what we call, which uh, sends like an SMS to the pancreas, you can possibly shift, you know, the levels of that happened mm. with insulin, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, there's a lot of theories about that, but uh, I'm not saying that you must go to a chiropractor, click your back, and it's going to cure your diabetes. But there's a right. lot of tests, particularly peripheral di- uh, chiropractors, that can treat that, you know, whether you're talking about sinusitis or certain types of things can be affected by a spinal adjustment or manipulation. Excellent. Just talk about masks, because masks is something that masks. all of us are wearing now. Is there a proper way to wear it? What is it doing to us? I think uh, Dr. Marburg is more the, the expert to answer for you, and he's a fellow Liverpool fan. So what's interesting, when we were all watching Cyril put on that mask that first time, you actually saw that when he put it on. But what, yes. what, from a chiropractic point of view, you can think about it. Every time everyone's putting a mask on, you're putting your neck into flexion, forward flexion, you're putting your hands up to put around the air, you're twisting in that. So you're putting those joints in your neck and your jaw, what we call TMJ, under pressure. So it's quite interesting if they have to do a study in a couple of months' time 
about how many necks would go out of alignment, as per se, if you want to use that <laughs> word or that terminology, by putting on masks. It's actually quite fascinating to see how that will play out. Um, right. But uh, maybe we can call it a pseudo form of a whiplash or workers' comp uh, from putting on masks. Who knows? It also could be a psychological thing that once you put your mask, you flex your whole neck forward. You know, you just like kind really? of like feel that there's something, you know, in Even front the of way you. That you have to turn your neck like from side to side in order to talk to someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, or, exactly. or, or like yesterday, I was in, I was in the in the store, and somebody came up and says, "That you, Adel?" And we both flexed our necks forward, you know, <laughs> because you can't see the person's lips anymore, and you can hear them muffling through their mask. So you're tending to, I guess, you know, put more pressure on the neck as a whole. I think definitely from that point of view as well. But also remember now, the hands are being used. So like with cell phones, we're seeing already arthritic changes in thumbs. In youngsters, because they're doing a lot of WhatsApping or, you know, SMSing on phones. We're using our phones so much more. So, you know, like if you look Pulse at the change change as body, well when you're, when you're yeah. like leaning forward a lot to your neck and then everything else comes out. Absolutely fake. So, you know, even with, um, with that to the thumbs and that, you know, think about it. Our wisdom teeth we don't need anymore. The coccyx we don't need anymore. So it'll be interesting in a couple years time, what will change with the thumbs and that? Will they be shifted, you know, through congenital shifting or, you know, DNA to help with the phone or maybe masks now? We need longer fingers to help with masks. Yeah, I think that we eventually we're going to, yeah, we're going to land up maybe writing on our cell phones with our eyes, you know, have that visual recognition, uh, that you see people, yeah. Of course. Okay. Of course. Um, Wayne, can you just explain to us a little bit about your place um, and like the philosophy of it and how Synergy actually works? So I started practice by myself and then I put it to the universe and then I had a phenomenal team that joined me. Uh, Peter Fagan, she was my standard six at school. We did a lot of musicals together. She's a top uh, NLP trauma life coach uh, physician. She joined me and then I had uh, Biokinetics join me, Claudia DeSantos and Shane Litvin. I have an associate, uh, Mark Maruji, who's a chiropractor. And then, funny enough, I've uh, been in practice many years, and then I bought my house. I grew up in Victory Park, and uh, my folks moved to Cape Town. My brothers are in New York. And uh, built this vision of this uh, center all in one. So we've got hyperbaric oxygen chamber. We have craniosacral. Mm-hmm. We have uh, chiropractors. We've got T-tissue. We've got aesthetics, um, aquatherapy, which is very, very good, like you so with the cold now, with arthritis and patients, bodies don't like cold with winter. And um, I've just uh, got an amazing team that's joined me, and I'm very blessed to have them join me the last couple of years. And that's where Synergy Holistics uh, was the genesis of it, where it started. I was watching on your Zoom, and a lot of a lot of like the holistic approach to life and the way that you deal with people came up, you know, in terms of emotional trauma. Um, yeah. You know, people that have had like let's say specifically pains in certain areas for so many years, etc. Can you maybe bring up a little bit of that? So, you know, I think any practitioner will say this, that, you know, I was always taught by a mentor of mine, uh, a mentor of mine, Dr. Lauren Lazarus, uh, who advised me, and she said, always know that you diagnose correctly, even before you actually examine the patient. And, you know, you'll get a patient to come in and they'll, they'll go this whole approach and say that they've been in pain. So the case I used on that was a lady, 60 years in pain, a whole life. She'd been to every physician, every specialist, and she came to me. I said, listen, I, I can't do anything different. You know, you've been to chiros, you've been to physios. So let's try, like, you know, a different approach, and let's see what could have triggered it. And we actually backtracked it to her having trauma at her birth 60 years ago, folks. And that's that whole thing about the inflammation that we spoke about on that Zoom chat about emotional and physical link. And we see a lot of cases. A guy came in. 
He needed a backup. He went to three neurosurgeons. I said to him, listen, I said, I'm not a, a neurosurgeon, but I can tell you now that he was working with his dad. He was in trauma. He was in a bad relationship. I said, maybe just try something holistic. Try change your life. And he got upset with me, and he came back two years later, and I said, how was the backup? And he said, I never did it. I said, really? And he changed. He stopped working with his dad. He started his own business. He broke up with a toxic relationship, and two years later, he was pain-free. So uh, it's interesting when you have to start, when we see more and more cases where, and yes, there is a place for medicine, and of course, there's a place for surgery and that, but when you can try a different approach, and a lot of specialists will say that to you, that, you know, from a spinal surgery point of view, it's very risky at times. And when there's a need for it, of course, there's a need for it. But you try everything before. You always try every approach. You work with your physio, your chiropractor, your Pilates. I'm talking from a, a chiro- from a spinal point of view now. Um, and you try you try everything before you have to have a backup as, as uh, in that scenario with the emotional and the physical link. And when it comes to emotions, there are certain parts of the back that let's are connected to, you know, support. So like your low back would show that, you know, if you have lower back pain constantly, you, it could be that the person doesn't have, like, emotional support or financial support. So that kind of would constantly come up. Do you find, though, that when the person does pinpoint that actual trauma or event in their life, that things do change? Absolutely. Um, I mean, Louise Hay is the expert of that. So I'm sure guys out there that have read her stuff and followed her, there's a lot of guys that there's Joe Dispenza, a lot of guys that are doing that. Demartini, who was a well-known chiropractor before he, he went into the whole mindset. Uh, you know, a lot of those chaps there that do that, uh, that type of healing and that. Um, there is emotion physical, but you know, you know, if you, if you x-ray someone's back and go after they got a tumor, you know, you can tell them to meditate and this and that. But you know, you have 100%. to deal with, you have to have a blend of the two. Um, but yes, I mean, often guys will come in and you can see the stress and that, and we're dealing a lot with that. That's not just about the symptoms, and that's possibly from us and a lot of guys out there realizing that you can't just treat symptoms. You got to find the root of the problem. But you know, if a guy is highly arthritic and he's got bone on bone, and he's got a spine that is a 60, 70, 80 year old spine, and you know, you, you have to look at the physical element as well. You can't just look at the, the emotional link as well. But it's nice to cover both if you can. But when someone's in pain, they need relief. You know, pain can be leads to depression. It causes a lot of anxiety and many different ramifications. And you've got to try and find the root. So it's nice to play with the emotional physical link, but obviously, you know, have a nice definitive definitive plan when you're treating the injury. Correct. I think I think I think it's important. And while I'm listening to you saying that, I think it's important to emphasise, and this is certainly something that I've had in my my personal life, is that. Um, Yes, as, as, as we are developing now in the 21st century, we are seeing that we are more the sum of the parts as, a, as opposed to just being like a part of this or that, or I have a backache, you know, just go here or do this or do yeah. that. And that, that I think ultimately that, that understanding really lies in the person themselves. Like I know for myself, when I, when should I see a physio? When should I see a chiro? When should I see a craniosacral? When should yeah. I, you know, it's something completely, uh, you know, emotional and I, I need to release it through other modalities. And that if you start seeing yourself as a whole and that your body is just reacting to different things, you know, um, then you're able to guide yourself through it. And I think a lot of people don't, don't have that insight or that sensitivity yet. You know, they just, again, treat themselves, oh, my my baby finger's small, so I'm just going to go to somebody who's going to help my baby finger, as opposed to saying, yeah. you know, why why is that happening more? Yeah, I think what's happening now, especially with these multidisciplinary clinics, you know, you'll have, you'll go there, there'll be a podiatrist, there'll be craniosacral, there'll be a physio, you'll have a psychologist there. 
And what's nice is it's now all in one. It's all in one shop. And, you know, that also is very, very popular in America, Australia, in Israel, um, in the UK, where you can have a nice interconnection, a nice synergy where guys are working together. And as you know, guys stay in their lane where, you know, that's the problem. A lot of guys, I think, treat out of their lane. Um, you know, if a guy comes to me and he's got thickened arterial walls or he's got uh, an atrial problem or a, a valve, I mean, I can click his neck a lot. I can click his back a lot and that I can't really mm-hmm. definitively say that I'm going to fix that. He needs to see a cardiologist. You know what I'm saying? Right, so I right. think the problem is guys often, and it's a, it's a big problem, you know, where guys don't stay in their lane. You need to stay in the lane. And if you, if you have comfort in you and you know your profession, and that's what's great is a lot of guys that is a fantastic uh, interconnection between the guys. And in the musculoskeletal realm, which is very what we're talking about here, that as you say, when do you see a physio, when do you see a podiatrist, when do you see a chiro, when do you need to see a biokineticist? And most of these centers now are having that where they're dealing with that where guys are interreferring, which is fantastic. Absolutely. Um, just let's talk about stress. What stresses... Um, do you you feel if I said to you what are the three main stresses that that affect the body and what can we do about it to kind of like stay away from you guys? We love you lots, but what 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 changes can I do on a daily basis uh, to ensure that you know I, I try stay on the you know the straight and narrow? First, please tell uh, everybody I shouldn't be packing the dishwasher. It really is. <laughs> Your husband, your husband is going to get upset with me. Um, okay, so I, I think I think the best thing to let's give an example of that. Utopically speaking, if we could wake up and we could warm up every part of our body, and you get out of bed and you stretch. Think about it. The first thing you do when you wake up, you either turn your alarm off in the house, or you check your phone, or the kids are saying, "Mom, I need breakfast," etc. So you get up quickly. You're in a rush. You've overslept. You've hit the snooze button. You haven't really warmed up your back. So in an ideal world, it would be nice to do 20 minutes of yoga Pilates, which we don't really have. And why? Because of time. And it's amazing that when we stress now, and this is what so many people are talking about in lockdown, is where we have more time. So when you don't have time, so let's look at that from a mechanical form of a stress, because that's what we start off is that, oh, you put your back out, as you say, or you put your hip out, because you're not warmed up and you're rushing to get the kids ready for school, you're rushing to get to work, you're running late and you can't find your earrings and you can't find your makeup and you can't find your bag and you're panicking, you can't find the keys, etc. And that's often where we talk about a mechanical stress. The emotional stress or the psychogenic stress links to that where, you know, the ergonomics at work or there's pressure or there's retrenchments or the environment or the ethos is not good at the school or in the team and you just, you're clashing with someone at work or there's conflict in that, that is the emotional link that causes the mechanical. It's all interconnected and that Zoom chat we spoke about is about that where we're seeing tests of emotional and physical link that we covered earlier. So from a mechanical stress point of view, it would be great to do a proper warm-up before you go to work or at work. And there's also a big shift to that of standing desk, which we can talk about now where we've seen guys that have sat much more now with Zoom sitting for me. I mean, guys go and they buy all these fancy chairs and all these fancy ergonomic chairs and that's fantastic. But utopically speaking, if one can have a standing desk and there's a big shift to that now in the work environment and the work ethos is to have a standing desk so your spine can breathe. And the craniosacral therapists will talk about that. The Reiki guys will talk about the flow of energy. You need to move. You're sitting and you're sitting and you're sitting. Anyone, whether you're doing a thesis or you're reading or you're gripped on Netflix um, or you're in a shiur or whatever you're doing, you're sitting for lengthy periods and you don't have that blood flow and the movements, then we are seeing that there are injuries that are happening, that the back gets out, you get stiff, you're getting headaches. So that's the forms of stress that one needs to avoid in that. But a nice blend of proper warming up, proper stretching, making sure you set up at work with your desk or at home with the kids now, 
we spoke about that with parents now are suddenly diving into be homeschooling. You know, your mm. kid's sitting on your lap, your kid's sitting on the side, you're turning your neck, you're putting your neck out, the teacher's on the screen, everyone's stressed, et cetera, et cetera. And that's, that's a, a nice toxic combination of emotional and physical stress that links to that, oh, your back goes out, et cetera. Is it better to do the, 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 the warm-up, obviously, in the morning as opposed to stretching before you go to sleep? Like, I kind of find, like, yes, you're right, you should get up in the morning, but the yeah. stresses of just, like, trying to get the day going, like, sometimes, most times, overwhelms you. Um, and then by the end of the day, you're a stress ball, and is it not better then, like, it to, to do certain stretches, some Pilates, some yoga at night, before you go to sleep, because otherwise you get into bed and you're completely like rung up, you know, like I feel like I'm, like I'm a tired, like, like, like run out a dishcloth. And then you, you sleep yeah. tense, you sleep tense, you start clenching your jaw, you know, you, you, you go into fetal position and then you try to wake up the next morning and it's like, gee, I need a lot of oiling. So I think that, um, AIDS, I think the perspective of that would be is depending what you've done that day. Um, if you literally have had a, as a Monday or Blue Monday and you've stayed in bed the whole day, your body hasn't moved as much as it has if you're rushing off and you've got a hundred meetings and you're in traffic going to Midrand or the Howe train, um, or you've got a flat tie, etc. So I think it's very dynamic to each person of what's happened through the course of the day. Um, one should definitely warm up in the morning depending on what they're dealing with or what type of injury or pathology they've got or if they have got a routine. And then remember, your body naturally warms up through the course of the day. If you're running, if you're rushing off to pick and pay, or you're going to Moishis, or you, you know, you're running around, or you're doing this or that. And then at night, you're cooling down. So it's a very, very different perspective and a lot of different views of stretching. When you're stretching good, when's it not good? What type of stretching? It's quite pragmatic. And, you know, there's different philosophies of how you should stretch. But theoretically, through the day, you warm up and then you cool down. So, you're coming mm-hmm. home from a busy day, you're having dinner with everybody, you're packing up, etc. then it's homework or you're doing your final emails to relax or you're having a glass of wine or a scotch or a coffee and you're sitting down to watch the news and to relax. Or um, And then that's what happens. And then you, as you cool down, if you don't, as you say, almost like reset your body to go to bed, the body's in a state of shock, a state of change. And then, as you say, you're not changing that system. So the hamstrings, are they reprogrammed to rest? Or you're telling your body, sending it a, a form of a pseudo SMS to say, listen, we're relaxing now to go to bed, etc." And it's yeah. quite interesting that to see where guys are, are putting their backs or necks out or getting injured because yeah. the warm-up routine is not correct. Fantastic. We are going to go for a bit of a break. If anybody would like to ask a question after um, for, for Dr. Wayne, then you're most welcome to SMS us on 34519. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. Welcome back, and we're talking to Dr. Wayne Borowski, a chiropractor, and it's been quite a fascinating uh, discussion. I've learned a lot. Wayne, what about sports injuries in, in kids and sports injuries in adults? How do we, how do you approach that? Okay, so um, with sports injuries, one needs to firstly look at what type of sports. Um, you know, is there contact sports? Is it rugby? Is it a form of cricket or soccer? Or, you know, you get different injuries from that or playing chess or playing table tennis or squash. So that's the type of injuries. Is it a a contact injury? Is it a repetitive strain injury? And I'll cover the two of them now. So contact is, like I said earlier, with trauma. You know, you're playing rugby, you twist your ankle. That's a form of trauma. Or a repetitive strain injury is like a stress fracture or a form of an injury that is brought up from incorrect training mechanics. So when we look at that, there's a lot of theory and research now with the coaches and that. You know, the guys are doing extra club. They are practicing extra hours besides school. 
you know, they are fast bowlers, they are tennis players, etc. So it's nice to have an approach when you work with your physio, your dietitian, your sports uh, psychologist, your biokineticist, your Pilates, that one can try and almost like prevent injury. Um, we're always looking at prevention, um, and that's a big, big thing. You know, so I'll give you an example. Fast bowler as a kid, uh, in guys that uh, males, 16, 16 to 18 is when you skeletally mature at the back. And then you're having a young kid who's bowling, bowling, bowling a fast bowler. He does become a risk of an injury, a stress fraction injury, because perhaps he's over bowling. Same thing with the swimmer. Swimmers are training lengthy hours. They've got prestige. They've got all these provincials coming up. And you want to try and avoid them from having their swimming injury or swim at the shoulder, that we call it. And that's important where they do their dry kneading, their acupuncture, they work with their physio. Try prevent it. You know, work with a swimming coach. The parents of the kids out there, like, have a chat, set up that chat, speak to your sports coach or PT coach with the cricket coach and say, right, let's have a game plan here. Are there injuries? What do we prevent in preseason or in winter when they're training for summer sports or vice versa? And there's a big shift about that. Um, the elderly guys or guys in the 30s, 40s, 50s, where we're still trying to be the weekend warrior where, you know, we're in work now, we don't warm up, and then we want to play that, you know, fathers the sons cricket game on a weekend, or you try and uh, compete with the kids and you tear your hamstring. I mean, also, you don't really have the time to do that. But if you are going to keep playing sports into your 30s, 40s, 50s, it's great to be active, and we definitely encourage it, definitely warm up. Same with runners or cyclists or triathletes or crossfitters. Make sure that you have a game plan and you warm up. And listen to your body. Your body will always talk to you. The hammy is a bit tight. The calf is a bit tight. You're not feeling great. Your knee's a bit dicky. Just listen to the body, and then you can you can adapt and you can apply. Mm. So okay, so we, we we've discussed the the, the 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 teenagers, 20s, 30s, 40s, and then all the guys that are doing exercise for the 50s. Let's talk about the 60s, 70s, 80s, where we <laughs> no, we're yeah. not going to do fast bowling anymore. Then I start getting things called arthritis. Now what? Yes. So arthritis, uh, it's, a, it's a very, very big word, and it creates a lot of fear in a lot of people. I mean, arthritis, any form of itis, if you look at it, means inflammation. So tonsillitis, inflammation of tonsils, pancreatitis. So arthritis, it depends what you're talking about. If you're talking about osteoarthritis, that's what we call the wear and tear of the body, where the cartilage or the joint is worn out. Rheumatoid arthritis is in that group of autoimmunes, where we talk about systemic triggers. You get a kid that can get juvenile arthritis, uh, you'll obviously chat your pediatricians about that or your rheumatic specialists about that. But osteoarthritis is the proverbial wear and tear. And the tests about that are is that we see that movement helps. If someone gets to join moving, if you do aquatherapy, there's a big move of that now where we're encouraging guys who have got early osteoarthritis to try and get movement going and that the joint likes that. It likes the warmth. It likes heat. The rheumatoid is an inflammatory type of arthritis where, you know, we more talk about trying to get the inflammatory triggers down. So from osteoarthritis, movement is important, whether you're doing your Pilates or your dancing or whatever type of exercise you're doing in that, and then try and preserve the joints. There's a lot of new technology coming now. They're looking at stem cell research. You speak to your orthopedic specialist. They're doing brilliant types of injections now to try and re-synergize or re-synthesize the cartilage. Um, you know, is it, do we have to run into a hip replacement or knee replacement or, you know, a spinal surgery? And all this new technology that's coming through now is very encouraging for the future. I know they're doing brilliant tests in Amsterdam, brilliant tests in Israel about that, where they, they're actually looking at ways of trying to trigger and, and increase the cartilage to try and reverse some of the osteoarthritic change. Then, so in, in terms of your field, where, where does that, that, that fall? Like, would a person with osteoarthritis get, um, get treatment from you? Will, will they be able to get relief from, from this type of modality? Yeah. 
So chiropractics, we can definitely improve it. We can't reverse it, though. You know, if someone says that they can adjust the joint and it's going to reverse the cartilage damage, is not correct. Uh, we can improve it because you can look at the musculoskeletal system in one. So whether you're working with your soft tissue therapist or physio or your bikineticist, we do see that guys do improve with osteoarthritis and that. But obviously, the, the long-term game plan is, is to try and look at supplements, whether one is taking collagen or a lot of natural mm. supplements to try and, you know, rejuvenate the joints is the angle. You know, guys take osteoes or all these products, arthrochoice, et cetera, et cetera, the glucosamine, the chondroitins. You know, every year there seems to be a new product out there where guys are doing tests to see. A lot of guys think that there's no credence there and it doesn't really help. But some people will. Some people take the amigo oils and all these things that they say they feel fantastic for. So how much of it is mind, how much of it actually changes. But movement of the joint generally helps. So if someone has an arthritic back and they are a candidate for a good alignment or manipulation or adjustment, then it's great. Just interesting on that, where guys often want what that pop is. The pop is actually yes. the release of gas in the joint. Let's uh, talk about that because where that guy, that first chiropractor, cranks me, I actually thought yes. it sounded like he broke my back, not fixed it. Okay, <laughs> the best, so that's the best try, sound. To try, uh, yeah, there, apparently there's a lot of Instagram and website pages. Guys watch people get cracked and uh, guys are coming <laughs> oh and say that. They watch this chiropractor, they click every part of their body. So the crack you have is actually a release of a gas bubble there, and we call it a cavitation. So if you click your finger, for example, that, that big pop you have, that relief, is that gas bubble that releases inside it. You get a thing what we call synovial lining where the joint is lubricated. And it takes a refractory period, normally about 30 minutes to 40 minutes, to re-click that joint again. That's why I said earlier, one can never be perfectly aligned for because once you use it, you know, often you can put the joints out of alignment. Um, and uh, just also on that alignment thing quickly about that, you know, if, if one is, has a dislocation on the x-ray or there's a fracture, obviously we talk about that type of alignment. So guys mustn't confuse when we talk about alignment. There's different types of alignments. Um, but that's what the, the joint cavitation is, that you have that big crack and pop that gives you that fantastic release. So it's not if it's, dangerous. If it's not, done, if it's not done correctly, though, does it not cause more inflammation? If the joint is not perfectly adjusted, it might not be back in place. It can link it and it can trigger it. But there's a lot of research about that, that it should give more relief than that because you are causing a state of change when you're adjusting. You're causing a neurological, you're causing inflammatory change. So the same thing with inflammation. It depends. You know, If you click a joint that's highly acute, acute versus chronic, um, the relief can be good, but sometimes people can get very, very sore initially. So if they come in with a sacroiliac joint, which is the joint between hip and back, or they have a faster joint that's clicked, they can be very, very sore. So guys will often say ice and heat, but they must expect to sometimes be sore for a day or two before they get better. Um, but it is important to get that joint moving again. So okay, I have a low back issue with my, with my, uh, oh, you want to go to an ad break? We, we want to go to ad break. We're going to get back to you and then we're going to wrap up ASAP. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. Well, I think this has been quite a fascinating discussion, and I hope that out there, all of you that have been listening, um, you know, you don't now see the chiropractor as an ogre, but really as a a friend and somebody that you should have in your armory of medication and uh, therapies to help you live a, a, a much, much better life. Uh, Wayne, if people want to get hold of you or they would like to set up an appointment, how can they do that? So I think anyone must uh, contact their chiropractor and their physicians have a very good support team. In terms of us, um, from an ethical point of view, they can find us online. 
um, or Synergy Holistics. Um, they can find that on the internet. Um, but it's just important to listen to your body. Uh, the guys out there, listen to your body. Uh, make sure that you, you connect with a good team and have guys that have your best interests. Um, have your back, excuse the pun. Make sure that uh, you protect yourself and, uh, and yeah, there's no reason to have the stigma against back injuries or neck injuries and that most people on this planet will get it. 80 to 90% will suffer with back pain sometime in their life or neck pain. And as you say, with all the adjuncts now of different types of, you know, masks or computers, etc., we're putting our bodies through a lot of stress, especially now this year. And have prevention and work with your team and have that intercollaboration. And that's the best for your body. Your body deserves it. It's a sophisticated machine. Give it everything it needs. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Wayne. Faggy. Thank you for, for the introduction and bringing Wayne onto the show because, you know, I think it's something that needs to be put out there to everybody out there. Stay straight. Like, actually, as you were talking, as, as, as we were talking, I, I realized how I'm hunching over my computer talking to everybody else. So I'm, I'm back on, you know, trying to uh, have my back properly up against my, against my ergonomic like three million rand chair that I bought. <laughs> Who's loading the dishwasher tonight, Aids? <laughs> not, not me. I, I, the doctor said it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> you can't trust me on that. Great. <laughs> no, no, I won't. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Faggy. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Adol. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Be safe um, and, and much love to everybody. Exactly. Stay warm. And please, God, we'll be back uh, next week with a another discussion on another uh, therapy called Body Talk. So stay tuned and again, if you do want to join our WhatsApp group, you can email info at highfm.com give us your name and your number and we will join you to the group. Have a great day everybody.